pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and Good morning, my fellow Americans. What a privilege it is to live in the only country in the world where we can breathe the fresh air of liberty. Hey, we're glad you're here and welcome you to episode 25. And today, it's time for America to toughen up. Hey, share your thoughts on the subject by emailing us at podcast at theconstitutioncommandos.org. I'm your host, Chris Williams. My brother, Patrick Williams, is co-host, and we are the Constitution Commandos. I I probably say you kids under the age of 30, and yeah, I called you kids because y'all are all pussies, but when we were kids, we rode bicycles without seats. We built homemade wooden ramps that balanced on concrete bricks. I mean, we, we would... And we jumped yeah, over. We would people. hit the ramps and the ramps <laughs> would collapse and we would slam into a tree. And you know what? We weren't required to wear helmets. We didn't have elbow pads and knee pads and all that shit. We did it without a shirt, wearing shorts and barefoot. <laughs> no helmet. <laughs> and nowadays, yep. you can't even see a parent allow their kid to ride a bicycle down the road without a helmet, barely. You bunch of damn pussies. Y'all need to get out and scrape your elbows up a little bit. Go get punched in the face and get in a fight. Y'all need to freaking experience freedom. It'll toughen you up. Y'all need to learn how to say, I would much rather have busted up face because I slid down the damn pavement when I wrecked my bicycle without a seat and nothing but flip-flops on. I would much rather deal with that than somebody dressed me up like a fucking clown in a clown show ride my bicycle down the road with a helmet and elbow pads and high top snickers or something and pants and oh my god what else can we put on him i mean shit man we used to swim in creeks we used to play football oh and then the worst we used to drink water from the water hose oh man did we and that was some good water after the after you got the hot water Mm, and we played with erector sets. What yeah, that they got Legos <laughs> the size of their head. Well, this is to keep you from swallowing mm-hmm. it. I know some big mouth some bitches out there probably still swallow them. But it's like, it's amazing, man. We have sheltered our population into oblivion. I mean, they literally, yep. literally, this, this generation literally is hurt by words. I mean, can you imagine? Seeing somebody from this age ride a mountain bike through the woods, down a hill, without a helmet. I can't believe I got told by this place, you have to pay a membership to ride a bike on their trails, right? And they told me, I have to wear a helmet. helmet I said, what if I don't want to wear a helmet? Oh, well, nobody will want to ride with you. Well, good. I don't want to ride with those pussies. They probably won't do what I'll do on a bicycle. I don't want to ride with them bunch of pussies that shit rubs off i'm a man <laughs> hey look and they, they get a little scrape on their knee and they're out screaming gotta go to the hospital i cut the end of my finger off at a bicycle yeah, thing. i'm like i think this it hurts took about an hour for you <laughs> yeah. yeah and had, had maria take me to the doctor but i mean yeah, people <laughs> nowadays man they just don't understand man and they don't understand that all this shit for your safety has made you weak soft I mean, 
Oh, another one that trips me out is all these people that run around and they want to be on this gun grabbing train. Oh, guns are so dangerous. Guns are this, guns are that. They probably don't even realize their neighbors got fucking 40 guns. Have you been shot? Has your neighbor shot anybody? Right. No? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, God. <laughs> they just trips me out. They don't even realize. Hey, look, my argument. Go ahead. My argument is still, if everybody in the country had guns, There'd be a lot oh, less yeah. gun violence. Never, don't you oh, think? Hey, when we were kids, I mean, a lot there was less. not ever one school shooting when we were kids. And I would say about 75. Man, we had kids coming to high school with their rifles and shotguns. Of course. They were just sitting in the rifle rack. But it, yeah. ain't nobody going to go shoot nobody at yeah. school. And we had guns all over. Man, you walk through the parking lot, you could have probably found 40, 50 guns. They had shotguns, rifles, pistols. Easily. They had everything in their vehicle. They left them in the truck, but man, didn't nobody go shoot nobody. That's a people problem. It ain't a gun oh. problem. These people want to sit there and talk about guns. It's about called... it. The more guns, the more dangerous. Well, that's because you choose to be ignorant. When you were a kid, everybody had a gun and right. nobody got shot. It's a people problem, not a gun problem. I look, I talked to a woman who is from China. She's lived in Beijing, a couple of other very large cities there. And when I said very large cities, she said Beijing is about the landmass of yeah. Clinton. But there's like three million people that live there. <laughs> and right. And she lived, she said, like the 27th floor of her apartment or something like that. She only worked about three blocks away from her apartment. But it would take her almost an hour to get there mm-hmm. because it's so crowded. And I said, Man, y'all must have some serious crime problems over in Beijing. She said, No, we don't. And I said, You don't. She said, Everybody knows what everybody knows. And you know. That's when I started thinking, well, maybe we ought to just put guns back in people's hands because if everybody's got a gun, anybody's going to be so quick to draw. I mean, we hear all the stories about the Wild West. and I mean, we, we've heard how Doc Holliday was the fastest gun in the West, but from all that I've studied about Doc Holliday, he's only shot one man his whole life, shot him in the back running away, you know? But everybody back then had a, at least Yeah, Billy the guns. Kid was supposed to be pretty quick, you know? Though. And wow, yeah, Billy, Billy the Kid, Johnny Ringo. Yep. There were supposed to be some real fast guns, but how did they know there were fast guns? It must have been a lot of beer bottles shot in practice time because, you know, even the people that they say have a large body count behind them, they only shot one or two people. Yeah, in but their remember whole back career. then, and, back then when you were a rock star, if you were an outlaw, people got pissed off when they didn't have that big number on the water wanted pit, you know? I mean, half of them right. were outlaws because they were robbing somebody or rustling cattle or. I mean, I'm sure there were people out there killing or, but for the most part, yeah, it, it was inflated numbers, people embellishing to make themselves a superstar. I mean, that was all it was. Either that or to make movies sell. I mean, the whole deal is in the wild West, everybody had a gun. Women carry guns like crazy. I mean, don't go up in a bar or a brothel. You're going to get shot. Cause they probably got a couple of shotguns. Yeah, and then women probably had Dillinger shoved down in their garter belt. Not probably. They did that or some type of a oh, straight yeah. razor. Yeah. But and, it kept everybody you know, straight. You know, our weak society today, sure it did. I mean, you're not just going to pull a gun when you know everybody around you's got a gun. You're just going to be a fair fighter. Is not yeah, unless you have a lot of confidence in your and, speed and ability, <laughs> your speed and accuracy. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, you know, I, it, it just amazes me how, how stupid... <laughs> 
it becomes stupidly weak. Well, and it's not just stupidly weak. It is stupid yeah. because, like you said, if everybody had it, I guarantee you, I guarantee you. And, and, and number one, concealed carry is not a – that, that, that's a bullshit term, too. There's no such thing as concealed carry. You have the right to carry, period, whether it's concealed or in the open. There, there, I don't I don't like hearing all this concealed carry. But if everybody had a holster and a pistol on their side, I guarantee you crime would stop overnight. Crime would stop. Because I yeah. guarantee you, you get that one guy in the damn convenience store or two guys and they got their pistol openly carried on their belt in a holster and somebody walks in there thinking they're going <laughs> to take the money out of the register and sees that. Oh, no, man. They'd be like, wrong store. You might get your hands on them, but you aren't going out yeah. that door. <laughs> you know, and you know, I've heard about, I've heard several reports of people working in department stores where people, I mean, somebody would come in and rob them and they pull out their camera yeah. and video them, right? And then lose oh, yeah. their jobs over it. It's like, but Yeah, but people, why? once again, man, we live in a clown world, man. And I just, you know, people got to get, number one, the government has succeeded in instilling fear in the people. People are scared of the repercussions of what the government will do to them. Number two, there are enough people out there that have that fear that they're scared to stand with their neighbors. If everybody would lose, one, lose the fear of the government. Number two, develop your sense of community. Not just develop it. If you see your neighbor getting Mm -hmm. screwed, you go to your neighbor's help. You go help your neighbor. Yeah, and if everybody stood together, ain't nobody, man. It's just the way it is, man. People, even the government, ain't going to come step on you if they know. What are you going to send the fucking army in here? You ever heard of posse comitatus? Okay, huh? we got ours. I well, send the army. We got yeah, one but, waiting for you. And and more to what you're saying, you know. The government has managed to work it out now to where they have created division among the people, yeah. right? There's that divide and conquer. And as long as you're not going to help your neighbor, the government got free. Yeah, they're going to walk whatever. all over you and your and neighbor. Not, man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no repercussion. It's none. But, you know, like you said in several podcasts back, you know, people are scared to invade this country because the military is not the only one packing. You know, we got weapons and we use them. Constitution gave us that protection, right? We can protect ourselves, our houses, our property, you know. But, you know, now if you carry your gun around in your car, you're not in your property. But your car is supposed to be your property, right? Yeah, extension of your home. That's right. Back when dad was racing, or well, it was after, after the track closed down. I don't know if you remember Ronnie Trawick had gotten arrested. Somebody tried to rob him coming down fortification, jumped up on the sideboard of his record, stuck a knife to his throat, told him to get out of the truck. Ronnie just popped the guy a couple of times, but he hit him in the kneecap and ended up getting sentenced to five years in prison. And his lawyer told him, he said, if you'd have just killed him, you would have never even been in court. Ronnie said, I didn't want to kill him. I was just protecting my property. Now, what is the government telling you there? Yeah, I know. You got to be somebody you're not. So what? Protect yourself? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, I, I don't get it. 
But these are the these are the things that our country has bought into, and then and, and we really need to get out of that mindset somehow or another. It's probably a poor analogy, but I know that if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get involved in a race and I want to be competitive, then I've got to get up there and race around other people, real close, in fact, even racing hard. And that could potentially cause me to be put out of a race or taking somebody else out of a race inadvertently just racing hard, right? Well, I think that's what we need to look at as a country. There are risks we're going to have to take to stand up and take control of, of what we've got or take it yeah. back. And it does not come without risk. And But the thing is, if we keep letting this happen, we're ultimately giving away what was bled for, really. Yeah, but America's already unrecognizable to me. I ain't but 51. I mean, I already I don't recognize it. Even for it's not years recognizable. Ago. Not even that far back ago. I mean, look, you know, I remember when Trump was president. I make it sound like it was 100 years ago. And I told people all the time, I was like, you know, I don't see why you think this is a great economy. Look at the gas prices. Look, I walk everywhere I go, and I watch the gas prices. But I remember three years into Trump's thing, I was like, man, the gas prices have not budged. What's going on? I mean, they had gone up. Why not? I mean, they were under $1.80 a gallon most of the time he was president. And now we're... Because we were producing energy. Exactly. But what I'm saying is I'm I'm paying attention to the gas prices because usually you can tell what the economy is going to be when you watch the gas prices. And... Every president I can remember that's been in office, including Reagan, gas prices fluctuated. But with Trump, they stayed around a dollar. Well, here stayed about a dollar eighty-seven a gallon, I think. And it amazed yeah, me gotta, that it never moved. But you got to remember, uh, almost every administration throughout our life has always had strict guidelines and regulations on where and how we drilled. And then, not to mention that you know fracking became more common and. Uh, a utilized method, you know, as we've gotten older, but, you know, like Anwar, you know, after the Valdez oil spill, man, they, the EPA came in and that was back in the early eighties, you right. know, mid eighties, Valdez EPA came in and they just crushed Alaska on a lot of their production. Yeah. But then you have to, well, Trump opened up Anwar, you know, you, you got to look at things like Trump expanded leases and since we've been kids, they've been adding regulations like crazy, never taking any away. They always add to this behemoth pile. Well, Trump came in and started slashing regulations. So we saw a steady rate of energy cost as opposed to the previous administrations throughout our entire life because Trump didn't just become or make us energy independent. Or dominant. We were dominant. going he also killed the regulations because it isn't just the regulations for getting it out of the ground, the regulations for transporting, all the other regulations that go into it, you know, the regulations that applied to the leases, the regulations that regulation does not mean that it's environmentally sound. It doesn't mean that it's for the betterment of the environment or for us. The regulations are no different than laws. They are put there for one reason. One reason only, and that is to convict people. The more regulations they have, the more things 
they can cite you for. It's got nothing to do with bettering our environment or making us safer. It's got to do with, I got so many regulations on the book, you nor 50 freaking attorneys can sift through them all. I'm going to write you a ticket for this. Good luck fighting it in court. Right. And if you do get off on it, you done paid court fees, so we made money anyway. That's all it's for. These regulations don't do a damn thing for us. I mean, there are some. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like driving a truck. You got people that ain't never drove a truck before. I don't care what old Joe fucking dipshit bag of dicks. (laughs) I don't. Oh, I drove a split 10 when I was. Dude, you ain't. You drove a bag of dicks. That's what you did. Man, they come up. And then Joe Biden miles of riding on Amtrak. But Joe Biden didn't fucking come up with it. But this death, you got a bunch of fucking pansy, pussy ass little Gen Zer or whatever. I don't even know what Gen they are, but these little fucking nanny babies, you know, they run around in these big cities that are the biggest pollutants. You can't even see their damn skyline if you get two miles out of town. You got this brown haze, and they're t- they're trying to dictate to us in the country that have the cleanest air anywhere mm-hmm. how to preserve the climate. Like, look at a mirror, bitch. Oh well, we're gonna come up with a thing called death. What does death do? It when it first came out. It destroyed turbos. Man, trucks were breaking down. Turbo companies, I guarantee you, the manufacturers of turbos probably paid the government shitloads of money to come up with death because they made billions of dollars selling turbos at $3,500 a pop. You know? I mean, then you look, I mean, go back to the days when we had lead in our gas. Man, I don't know anybody that died of lead poisoning back when I was growing up from cancer. I mean, shit. Oh, but now they put ethanol in the gas and it just goops your motor up and yeah. But back then, when shit. we had when we had lead in the gas, and us being kids of a motor man, you could pull a damn motor apart, had eighty thousand miles, and the valves look like they just came out of the box. Right. You know what I mean? But That's then right. they got unleaded. You can't get ten thousand miles on it. You can't even adjust them one time, and the valves are black with carbon. It's like yep. you got people making regulations about things that they, they're regulating shit they don't know nothing about. They don't, they don't know. They Oh, I got an advisor. Who was your advisor? You know, who championed this? Oh, one <laughs> of your buddies. I mean, is he a lifelong motor man? No. Oh, well, how can he be advising you on this? Right. They, they don't know shit. And they're, nope. they're sitting here regulating us till the cows come home claiming to be the experts if y'all were experts our world would be a better place but no y'all are the reason for the problems we have get out of the regulating business let us regulate well i tell you (laughs) out here all the time leave this to the experts but last time i checked noah was not an expert just saying noah was not an expert but you know Let's talk about regulation for a second now, because, you know, I already got serious problems with unregulated companies, right? And I think everybody can relate to AT&T and their criminal practices. But, I mean, I don't even know if I've mentioned it on any of these podcasts, but so far, Entergy has been one of the biggest thieves as far as the people who collect bills from me. And... They're still thieving, you know. I mean, and there's really, I mean, what can I do about it? Let's see. I've already notified the attorney general. I've talked to the Department of Energy. I, you know, 
I brought the brought this to the attention of Entergy. And you know what? Now they just send me two bills a month for like $250, $300 each bill per month. And every time they want to cut my lights off, I've got to pay another $50 to get it turned back on, which they fortunately now call a deposit. Let's see if they hold up when I move out of here because you're supposed to get your deposits back. Now, damn, that'd be a year's worth of income if I do that. But anyway, you know, who regulates these people? Not to mention the fact that we're not even supposed to have what is known as a monopoly in this country. That's not even supposed to exist. Yeah, well, but, antitrust laws have been on the books forever. But you see people like Google, Facebook, they go and buy up all these tech competition. Right. But, and I ain't seen one antitrust law be enforced on these guys. Mm -mm. I mean, the phone companies at one time last did time get I, broken up because of antitrust laws. Yeah, but that's the last, last time, time I've heard about of. that. Yeah, when Bell South and was it? Well, it was Ma Bell and AT&T when AT&T went to buy that. There was huge congressional discussion over that. But, I mean, that's the last time I remember anything about monopolies. Yeah, but, I mean, why even have it on the book if you're not going to use it? It goes on all the time, all around us. It goes on, you know? But we're going to regulate and, other stuff that makes no well, sense yeah. to regulate. And, and, and that's why I said regulations mean horseshit. Absolute horseshit. All they're there for is to find you and make money. There are some regulations I understand are good. I, I guarantee you 99% of the regulations are on the book. Sorry. Well, that concludes our show for today, and we thank you for being here with us. If you like today's show, rate it and review us on podchaser.com. Don't you? It will help us tremendously. Subscribe to get our weekly emails and your personal copy of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States of America. Until next time, and on behalf of my brother and myself, we're the Constitution Commandos, signing off.